Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, it's good today. It's good every day, but boy, that hits the spot. Today is Tuesday, September 13th. A big day in the publishing world. Um, <laughs> do I even know what it's called? Hold on. All right. So once upon a forbidden desire is out today. Uh, it's an anthology put together by a bunch of the Faro gals, the fantasy romance gals, a lot of good friends in it. Uh, Grace and I did a forward to it. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing that. We did, uh, an online chat. I think we used Facebook messenger, which is our usual medium. Uh, and just talked about how we met, how we became friends, um, about fantasy romance in general, about the joys of collaborating with other authors. And yeah, it, it was fun to, to do that for them. Um, they had asked us if we would contribute stories to the anthology uh, in the very early stages. And, and we both said no. <laughs> in a nice way, but it was like, oh, cannot fit that in. So, um, so yes, it's only 99 cents for a collection of fabulous stories. So, um, so yeah, grab that. And Dark Wizard is free this week. It's now officially free and there will be a book bub, uh, ad out for it today. So it's already at, um, like 530 something in the free Kindle store. So it's very interesting because, and I may have mentioned this yesterday that I was trying to figure out when do I set it free? Uh, because it's not that simple. Um, I just checked the transcript handy to have the transcripts. I did talk about it yesterday, so I won't go into all of the, how do you set things free on Amazon? But anyway, I um, changed the price on Sunday to 99 cents. And then uh, by the end of the day, Amazon had already price matched it because they picked up that some of the other retailers had set it to free grapes. <laughs> and, uh, but it had already started climbing. Um, it was, it was amazing. I, you know, so I track my daily sales, just n number of sales. And on Sunday I had already doubled my average sales and yesterday more than tripled may, maybe more by the end of the day. I haven't looked to see where it topped out at. And yes, a lot of those are free downloads, but still it was like, wow, cause I didn't really said anything except here. And, um, maybe this goes out farther than I realize. I think it does sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's like not easy for me to track like all of the listens. And to be fair, I don't because I don't want to, um, I don't want to spend a lot of mental energy on it because I feel like the book should come first. 
so I'd mentioned it here, but otherwise I really hadn't said anything about it anywhere. And, but boy, people find those things. So, uh, it's, I don't think that the, the book bub emails have gone out yet. Maybe they have, I don't know if they stagger those. They probably do. So anyway, um, dark wizards climbing and the whole point for those of you who like are, you know, like what's the point of giving your book away? which I don't do it very often, but is that you hope that people will then go on to read the and buy, buy and read the ensuing books. So, uh, you hope to make your money back on, uh, on bright wizard and gray magic. And now gray magic has the link in the back. I got the new version uploaded and it has the link in the back, uh, to pre-order shadow wizard. So I'm hoping to prepare for a good launch for shadow wizard in a couple of weeks, um, providing I finish it. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's good. It's good. I've got like 8,000 words to go. I'm, I'm on the final scenes. Um, and I know what it's going to say. I just, um, need to get through it and then do my revision and the out loud proofing. So it'll happen. Also still trying to finish getting the taxes together. Those are my big projects right now. Yeah. So what was I thinking about saying I am very brain sodden on finishing this book. Uh, Jadron, what am I going to do with him? funny there's a, a sound out there maybe it's a car with a bad tire it sounds like a drum or a car with a bad tire it's like a piece of equipment doing work on the, the road outside the house there so I paused to spare you all I can't see it because of the high wall but it must have like a big roller on it does the uh, the drum like flat tire like sound so, um, yeah, so I talked a little bit about what you hope to do for sell through to, to goose stuff. Um, you know, I, I've always been dubious about, about free books. Uh, there are a lot of authors who firmly believe in perma free for first in series. It's not something you do unless you have the rest of the series in place. And I have been waiting on dark wizard to do this. Um, so, you know, a lot of people will download and never rate it, but you hope for a certain percentage will continue to read through and yeah. And let's see, you know, with collections like, um, once upon a forbidden desire, they're doing something very specific there and that they are, you know, putting a lot of money in advertising and hoping to hit a list and get a lot of notice for the people in it. And so I, I wish them very well. Yeah. And, and at this point I, I always have a little bit of, um, maybe that's the FOMO thing, the fear of missing out. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think I, tweeted this at one point too. And I feel like it could be my, my autobiography is that, um, when I see stuff going on, 
you know, like somebody doing some sort of talk or workshop or interview or, you know, what have you. A thing, you know, I see one of my author friends or frenemies, there are not many of those, doing something and I'll think, well, why didn't they ask me to do that? Right? You know, you have a little bit of that. Well, I could have done that. Why didn't they ask me? But then when I agree to do stuff, uh, <laughs> I'm always like, why did I agree to do this thing? I wish I hadn't done this thing. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to be me. So I swear, uh, you know, finding that balance because you want to do as Mary Robinette Coal says the shiny things, uh, and it's, can be very difficult to say no to the shiny things. And a lot of times you, you do say yes to the shiny things because they are shiny, but you can also overload yourself. And so, you know, there's that thing of like, when the time comes, uh, it can be a little much. <laughs> and, and I'm aware of, you know, like I'm big on boundaries and I talk about new, talk about this with new writers all the time that I, uh, I circumscribe my life pretty carefully. Some might say obsessively and I, I will totally cop to that. I know that I'm a little strange about it, but you know, I, when people talk about not being able to write, not being able to get the peace and quiet to write, I'm always telling them you have to build a fence around it. You have to build a fence around your writing and not let anybody through the fence for any reason, you know, like not unless they're bleeding uh, because, and, and as soon as you do it, your family will test that fence. They'll test those boundaries. And, and I've had conversations with people because they've said, well, you know, I've tried to do this. I've tried to set up the time, but then um, my kids always need me. And, and I end up not being able to do it. And I'll say, well, you have to tell them that they cannot need you during that hour that, you know, that they have to play quietly, you know, unless they're tiny, you know, like unless they're liable to set themselves on fire, you know, I figure you've got those things handled that their lives are not in danger. I remember one conversation vividly where I was saying to this gal, you know, the, your kids will test you. I said, everybody in your life will test you because they want to know that you love them more than you love the writing. And, and it's not a contest. That's what they have to understand. It's just that you need that time. You need that one hour a day or two hours a day or 15 minutes, whatever it is you're asking for, for you to focus on this thing and prioritize it above paying attention to them. And they will test you. They, they will see if you mean it. And I said, it's just, I don't know what it is. It's human nature. People are weirdly jealous in that way and they will test you to see if you really mean it. And, and this gal said, but <clears throat> not my children. They don't know. They're just little kids. And I'm like, <laughs> little, but I could not sway her. I was like, little kids know they absolutely do this and they, Maybe they're not plotting it out consciously, but they absolutely are, are doing that. And I remember when my stepkids were little, uh, they got very adept very quickly at playing the two households across against each other. Um, and 
I, in some ways it was, it, I mean, I, it wasn't malicious. It was just, they, they got good at playing the game and they knew if they, if something was against the rules in our house, and if they told their mother that it was against the rules in our house, then she would let them do it or let them have it simply to thwart us. And, um, you know, I think people want to, because children's brains aren't fully formed, because they don't think the same way that adults do, because they don't have the knowledge and education that adults do, people want to treat them as not being that intelligent. It's kind of like when we look at past civilizations and people want to view past civilizations as being ignorant um, or stupid uh, because they didn't have the same understanding of certain things like viruses or what have you. But people are people are people, right? And so there's always that same level of mental acuity there. You just don't have the same tools at different ages or different stages of civilization. So children are smart and they're, they're wily little monkeys. <laughs> and I say that with affection, but, uh, you know, children will figure out ways to, to benefit themselves. That's, I think human beings, we are so wired to, for self-preservation and not just self-preservation, but for self-advancement to get our own selves the best deal that we can. So even though we will consciously make sacrifices for other people or, um, you know, because I do believe that human beings are also noble and loving and giving all of these things, but, but we do also want, um, the best for ourselves and want to, to get, to get all the things. Right. So, you know, it's people will get, will take as much as you are willing to give. Um, and even beyond what you're willing to give, they will take, uh, what they can from you and, and love you at the same time. It's just, it's not a, a good or a bad thing. It's, it's the nature of the beast. Right. So, I got very good at circumscribing my writing time. Um, and I remember, you know, a lot of pushback from my family early on. My mother got really mad at me that I wouldn't pick up the phone when I was writing. Now she knows, uh, you know, it just takes time to get people to get used to it, but also for them to understand that this is not against them, that this is not that you don't love them. It's not that you don't prioritize them, but that this is, this is your schedule. So I am, um, I do have a lot of ways. I am very aware of how I, um, have fences around various things in my life. And I was trying to explain to a friend of mine about which of my emails to use when, and I realized how, how absurd I am in some ways. Um, because I actually have six different email addresses that I try to, use for different things. So, and, and I'm not sure two of them may just really count as one because for, for CIFWA, I have president at CIFWA.org. And then I also have Jeffy.Kennedy at CIFWA.org. Uh, neither of which is a secret. Uh, obviously those are public email addresses, but they both go to the same inbox. 
but I only look at those emails at very particular times of the day. And longtime listeners, you will all know that I talk about, you know, like setting up the order of my day that I don't look at email early in the day, uh, except for one email address, which is my, um, like semi secret personal address, but everything else waits until later in the day. And after I've gotten words done, after I've gotten other work done, and then I go in and I try to deal with all my email at once, you know, sort of use that one touch method, um, read it, respond to it, deal with it. Uh, it's not always possible, but I do that as much as I can. <laughs> Thrasher is here getting a grape, feeding the birds. People always ask us, what do you do with your grapes? I said, feed the birds. <laughs> So, yeah, every year I think we should harvest them and do something. And every year I don't. It's a thing. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm sure I take this too far in some ways, but I also, I, I become aware of it when I'm trying to explain to someone else. Um, you know, like about my schedule or about, uh, my times for access. And it's, it's funny because, uh, people who know me well, my good friends, my family and stuff are so used to this now that they know, but it's only when I have someone who's like becoming a closer friend and is like, well, when can we chat and be like, well, I can chat between, <laughs> I know that's, but you know, but maybe that's a, maybe that's where I come from being, um, on the Leo Virgo cusp, right? Somebody told me that that makes me a meticulous volcano, which I think is probably pretty accurate. Uh, anyway, that was a sort of a little bit of sojourn into, into things. Um, yeah. So the, uh, anthology that's out today. Once upon a forbidden desire. Congratulations, gals. Good example of collaborating, networking, working with other people. Uh, I, I wish them all the, the best of success with this and, um, yeah, very excited to see how this week goes for bonds of magic and promoting renegades of magic. And, uh, excited to finish this book. So I'm sure those of you who, who watch for a long time, engage me at my different processes on this book or on the various books, I feel you probably recognize that I'm, I'm not stressed about the ending of this book. Like I often am maybe because I know how it's ending. Uh, I don't know. Oh, also, um, mom, you may have noticed the volume should be much better. I had to toodle the mic input. And so I had to go into settings and I think maybe getting that new webcam had like changed the input. So I think it, I, I can see my waveform again, so it must be much better. So can't have my mother not being able to hear. So, uh, yeah, I hope you all have a fabulous Tuesday. Uh, go out and, uh, Enjoy the literary fantasy romance, epic fantasy romance, dark fantasy romance offerings today. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. You all take care. Bye-bye.